Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Steph Green. Steph is the self-published author of over 50 books, so I'm really excited to talk to her about that. I want to know how she can be so productive. So thank you for being on the show, Steph, and please tell us a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's really it's really wonderful to be here. So, um, so yeah, I'm... I'm Steph. I live in New Zealand. You might be able to tell by my accent. So it's very early in the morning here. Um, I write as Stephanie Holmes. Uh, most of my books are published under that pen name. Um, and I write sort of, I write really kind of dark and moody gothic romances. Um, I've got a few, so I'll kind of show you these couple there so I write kind of like paranormal and contemporary romance so I, I mostly fiction um and I have a couple of non-fiction books about self-publishing as well um and yeah I'm I'm legally blind um so I don't see any uh, the, the condition I have I don't see any color at all um so you know so the world is kind of 50 shades of gray okay <laughs> quite quite literally so you kind um, of see shapes in black and white yeah 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 it's um yeah yeah the um the cells in your eyes that you use to have color vision and like depth perception and um and you know to kind of see during the day I don't have those so I'm kind of like um using my night vision all the time so um, the world's quite glary and I trip down steps all the time because I can't see the like the, the the depth in the world and yeah it's it, it, it's kind of an interesting condition um yeah yeah I think yeah that's a good description to start and <laughs> like how long ago did you start you look quite young to me uh, so how long ago did you start writing books do you have like 50 do you publish like 10 a year like how does that work to have 50 well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm 36, um, and I, I, you know, I've been writing books my whole life, um, and I started. Uh, it's quite a long story, but I, you know, I started really seriously in university, um, and I worked with a publisher for about 10 years on three different books that they passed on, um, and eventually they. Um, this was back when I used to write kind of like really dark science fiction and I had a publishing deal um, and then the publishing deal fell through um, and I was sort of looking at having to start all over again from scratch you know write something else or find another publisher for this the series that I've been working on for years and years and years and it was sort of around the time where self-publishing was kind of getting really big so I um, thought, oh, I'll give this a, you know, I'll give this a go. Um, so I self-published that three books in that series, sort of between 2013, 2014, um, and they sold terribly, but I loved it. I was, it was so much fun. Um, I was like, I just, I want to do this my whole life. Um, 
And then I went to a party one day and um, a friend there was talking about, she just read Fifty Shades of Grey, speaking of that book. <laughs> um, and she loved it. She was so, you know, she was like, oh, this book is awesome. And I'd read like a couple of chapters and I thought it was terrible. And so I was kind of saying that. Um, and she was I think, a bit sick of me, like kind of rubbishing her taste. Um, and also she's kind of used to me being like the you know, like the sort of sweet and innocent one to a certain extent. So she's like, oh, you, you know, you're not going to be able to write a book like that. And I thought, well, what well, challenge accepted? So <laughs> in secret, without telling anyone, I wrote this sort of like werewolf shapeshifter book, romance book um, with all the sex in it. And it was about 30,000 words. And I wrote it in about three weeks. And I sort of found someone online who could make me a, a, a romance cover for it with a Manchester guy and a wolf in the background and I slapped it up on Amazon and I thought that I'd tell my friend in like six months and we'd have a laugh about it but then it sold a thousand copies in a week and I was like whoa <laughs> this is this works um so I sort of had to I kind of had to tell my husband that I um had <laughs> I actually made some money this month from my self-publishing, but it wasn't from my super serious science fiction books that I've been writing for like 10 years. It was from this werewolf shapeshifter um, sexy romance book. Yeah, at and, that point, were you still in school or you were working or you were at I, home? Yeah, I was about five, I was about five years into working. Um, and and I, originally I trained as an archaeologist, but because I couldn't, um, uh, basically I couldn't get anyone to hire me um, because of my eyesight um, as an archaeologist or working in a museum or anything like that so I was working what was I doing um, I was working as a braille transcriber at the time um, like kind of like transcribing books um, and things into braille for blind New Zealanders and so it was, it was a cool job but it you know didn't pay very much and wasn't what I wanted to do yeah and then I'd, I'd written this book and <laughs> Yeah, so I told my husband about it. When he'd finished laughing his ass off about it, he said, you know, so you're going to write some more? And I thought, well, yes, I, I am. So <laughs> of that course was I would write of more. Course, like, yeah, of I course saw I a would. ton of them. Yeah. Um, so I, so that was about mid-2015. Um, and I just started, I basically just sort of, in my spare time, I started writing just all the time I was just so excited about everything so um I would sort of try and write one to two thousand words a day um often on the bus on the way to work or um on my lunch break or just when I got home in the evenings and um so I started being able to publish about a book every two months so I'd sort of do between six and eight books a year most years okay. um and it was 2018 when I quit my job uh, and I've been writing full-time ever since and it's I still do the same amount of books every year um, but they're just much longer kind of meatier books so okay. it's, yeah it's been amazing. Do you plan a lot in advance what your story is going to be because like if you have to write a thousand words a day between like your job well back then when you had that job like you need to have it very clear in your mind or it's just like pours out naturally I'm very I very much a pause out naturally kind of girl um but I have a a system of um call it outlining um 
because I, I don't like to outline. Like if I outline a book, I won't write it because I'm like, well, I know what happens. So <laughs> it's really boring. Um, yeah. But, but what I do do is I sit down and in about sort of like three days, I pour out a super rough draft of the book. So it's usually about 20,000 words for a, say, 90,000 word book. And in about three days, I will pour that out. And that is the draft where I, I kind of decide... I get to know the main character I you know I get all the action and all the kind of story beats in the book down it's it's you know there's no description it's mostly just dialogue and like action scenes and like choppy sentences and and you know there's a lot of like insert sex scene here notes to myself <laughs> and things like that so I do, I do this rough draft and so by the end of the three days I've kind of got it's basically like an outline except that instead of being a separate document it's actually the bones of what becomes the book okay. and then I and then I go over it again and and turn it into like a 50 or 60,000 word draft and then I go over it again and then usually a fourth time and by that time it's 90,000 words okay so you do add a lot between versions because what happens to me is that I do the first draft and then after that it kind of dried Like I might add maybe 10,000 more words, but I won't be able to double it like you're doing. So yeah, yeah, I write, I write very rough in the beginning because my goal is not to get it perfect. It's to get words on the page, like as many yeah. words as possible on the page. And then I go over it again and again. And each time I go over it, I've got like a different goal in mind. Like that yeah. final draft is all about kind of making it really, you know, checking the spelling making it really you're making the characters really pop and the kind of the themes really you know or can I take this symbolism and move it throughout the book kind of thing and that's really fun um but I'm not focusing on that in the beginning okay um, yeah. did you study that in school or is it like self-taught No, I studied, yeah, I studied archaeology and like five dead languages, which has been super useful in real life. Um, <laughs> no, I just read a lot, I guess. Um, and I've, I've done a few English papers in the past, but that's really more about kind of close reading of text. But I do read a lot, a lot, um, like three or four books a week. So I, I think, and, and I think after 50 books, you kind of, you learn a lot just by doing it yes I think yeah I think if I if I went back and read my earlier books I would be mortified <laughs> and the things I did that I'm like no that's not good um yeah so don't do I, that don't do that yeah, don't, don't do go that. back they, they probably still sell and make readers happy and what advice would you give to an aspiring author or someone that's kind of amazed right now that you wrote 50 books um Well, the first thing I like to always say is um, don't quit before the miracle, which kind of means, you know, I'd written those three science fiction books plus like a bunch of other books that will never see the light of day, you know, way before I wrote that, you know, I decided on a woman to write this romance book that ended up turning into my whole career. Um, and, you know, if I had quit before, you know, if I'd quit when the publisher rejected me after accepting you know after, after accepting this publishing deal and then basically rescinding it you know if I'd quit then then I never would have had this amazing you know career it, um and my books did 
you know, from that book, they've always done okay. And then it was book number 33 that actually, like, really took off, you know, it was in the top 20 on Amazon. I was just incredible. I had so many readers, the, the series I wrote, you know, from book 33, about four books there. And if I had never, but if I had never written book 32, I never would have got to 33. And I right. never would have had that amazing experience of having this this book series like absolutely take off. Is um, it at that point that you started to make like a full-time living from your books or is it even before that? I was sort of scraping by before. Like I, you know, I had, by the time I quit my day job, I had quite a high paying um, like tech industry copywriting job. And okay. I, you know, between my, my fiction books were about sort of 60 to 70% of what I used to earn in that and then I had a little bit of freelance work on top of that and then when the series took off it was about two years that was the second year I was full-time um when the series took off that was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) that was like unimaginable money and but what's some what happens when you have series like that is that you kind of you sort of think it'll go on forever but when the series ends, a lot of those readers move on to the next thing and they don't move on to your next books. So my in- income dropped again, not to the level it was before, but it drops. Okay. So it's very, it's, it's all like this, you know, okay. wibbly wobbly. <laughs> um, but it's amazing. And yeah, if I, you know, yeah, if I'd given up um, before I got to that book, you know, I never would have had that. So I always look back and think, gosh, you know, all those times I thought, God, this is too hard and, you know, I'm never going to make it or, um, you know, there's so many people out there better than me. You know, it's, you know, the, the only difference between someone who succeeds and someone who, you know, hasn't is that they haven't got there yet. Um, so that- I really like that. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. And what do you think was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author? And what was the funnest thing about being a self-published author? I think the funnest, I think so many fun things. I, um, the, two things. I think in the beginning, it was, you know, an actual physical copy of it. And, and it looks just like all those books on your shelf that you, you know, read when you were, you know, growing up you know you, like suddenly you sort of realize I'm a real author like that that was pretty amazing um and now the funnest thing is very much getting um like fan mail from readers um and every week I get emails saying you know this book really like helped me through a rough spot or gosh I really relate to this character or my oh my god I left it on such this horrible cliffhanger I can't wait for the next book um that's pretty amazing um, and then on the flip side of that, the hardest thing is very much um, reviews. Um, it, it, I try really hard not to read my bad reviews because you sort of, you might have a hundred amazing reviews on a book and one terrible review. And the only thing that you will remember is every single word of that terrible review. Um, and it can get you down a bit. And I try really hard not to read them, but sometimes you can't help it. And it's, you know readers not everyone is going to like everything and it's you know it's part of the business that um some people won't like your work and they will be very vocal about it um but but it is you know it's it is hard to read you know people's opinions about something that you've poured your heart and soul into yes Um, for sure i get that (laughs) yeah and and i i don't think that it doesn't really 
get any easier. Um, yeah, I, I haven't found that has got easier over time, really. I'm just better. I'm just better at not looking. Yes. Do you get like just bad reviews that are just like, oh, I didn't like it? Or do you get like actual criticism that you can work on or like, oh, yeah, they got a point here. Like I could do this or that in the next book. In the beginning, they were probably useful from that perspective in that, you know, I learned early on. So it was useful learning what readers were looking for and kind of where I went where I wasn't quite delivering what they were looking for um but now I kind of now it's more like you can tell that this person just wasn't wasn't right for my book like my yeah. book yeah but my book wasn't right for them <laughs> and sometimes they're horrible about it <laughs> and sometimes that you know sometimes they're like this author should quit now they'll never you know the, the how dare they have written this book you, you know it's, it's just you know so, and you just yeah you just have to go okay it's it's fine it wasn't for them you yes know, I'm, I'm not <laughs> i don't get why them. people would get out of their way and waste their time like just giving really really bad reviews like what's the point like if you don't like the book it's okay it's just yeah. move on and <laughs> exactly and and it's a funny thing and it's probably true in other genres as well but particularly in romance um it's a funny thing where sometimes bad reviews will actually sell a book so you know i write sort of relatively like not super like not super erotic but relatively sexy books and so sometimes people will say they'll put a um a a review up and it'll say this book is just pure smut you know oh, it's just it's just filth and people who are looking for books that are pure smut yes look at that one star <laughs> review and they will go that is my book one click yeah exactly what i'm looking for so that's yeah. perfect exactly and how do you think your disability made it more challenging or more interesting to be an author it's really interesting because i you know i so i trained to be um, in a career where I couldn't do it because of my disability. And part of that was because it turns out archaeology is actually really hard when you can't see colors, like the actual physical process of digging in dirt and looking at two different colored types of dirt. Like that's quite difficult when you can't see the difference. So part of that was realizing that, you know, that actually physically the job was difficult for me and part of it was the discrimination of people you know not wanting to sort of feeling like I was like a risky person to hire even you know even for jobs that were you know jobs in museums that were perfectly reasonable that I could do and writing was a really big part of me finding a career and, and a passion and a love that was something that no one could tell me I couldn't do like when I'm writing a book you know and a reader is reading it they're not seeing my disability they're just seeing me and that's quite that's quite special um it is um so i have to i have a few kind of adaptations for my computer that i use so i have a like a giant screen um and i have the print of my word files really large um, and I kind of sit really you know really close so my nose is right on the screen um, and I use inverted colors so I have a black background and white writing to kind of decrease the glare on the screen um, and I have a um, like a mechanical keyboard which is really lovely to write with um, so but apart from that there's not that many adaptations that 
I have to do and that's that's nice as well um yeah so yeah. that's a good career for you yeah it's been, you talk it's about been, like history in your books or, or not at all oh god all the time all okay the time. My, my books are <laughs> still a passion of yours oh yeah absolutely books are full of mythology and kind of I've always like you know if I travel somewhere I'm like oh my god you know so I always like all oh, my characters are going to travel here and um you know there's a lot of um yeah yes a lot of historical <laughs> references and things it's yeah yeah um definitely throw all that in good and what do you like most about being a self-published author rather than traditionally published I for me what's been really interesting is that a self-publishing success story is often a traditional publishing failure um and by that I mean my most because I keep so much of the percentage of the royalties so you know 70% on a, an ebooks most of the books I sell are ebooks about 70% of the the um, cost of an ebook versus sometimes it can be sort of 10% or 8% net of a um a book from a publisher because I keep so many percentage of the royalties um I have to sell fewer copies of a book in order to make a decent income for myself so my most successful book um which you know netted that, that one single book the first book of the series netted well over a hundred thousand dollars and it's only sold 30-ish thousand copies so it's not it's not like to a publisher that's like eh numbers that's like Oh, that's okay you know and some of my least you know some of my my books that haven't sold as well you know they, they might sell 3,000 copies which is basically a failure for a trad pub book but for me that's 10 grand yeah um, yeah so it you know that's been really interesting and that means that I could write books that aren't like a little like left of center they aren't like completely mainstream yeah um and you know i have a lot of heroines that have disabilities and things like that like you know i can i can kind of find my find my little tribe of people and they don't have to be this big you know you know this kind of big super mainstream kind of audience I, there, there can be a little bit there can be people like like me or a little bit left of center so i like I, that's one of the things i really love about self up yeah, self-publishing helps us bring diversity into the market, whereas like with the characters or the type of stories that we can tell. So that's what I like too about self-publishing. And can you tell us how do you promote your books? What is like what would be like the top thing that you did that really sold a lot of books? Oh, have a newsletter. Oh, I love my newsletter so much. Um, I you know so in the back of my books when I finish a, a, a book um, especially a romance I will write like a little bonus scene like an epilogue or I'll take a scene from the book that was in the heroine's point of view and write it in the hero's point of view and then I give that away to my readers if they join my newsletter and they love it and they join the newsletter I send out my newsletter once a week which is a lot to send out a newsletter um, and it's jam-packed full of um, you know teasers for upcoming books new releases um, when I've got audiobooks coming out it's I, I do a lot of sort of because I write these kind of slightly spooky quite gothy books and they've got a lot of historical stuff in them so I'll often pick something from the book and then kind of write the real history of it so like if I based a book off of a, a real haunting 
um, story. Um, I'll tell people about the haunting or kind of like a historical detail about something. Um, so I do that and I kind of, yeah, and I get a lot of replies to my newsletter and it's very, very, it's very active. And so I know if I send out a newsletter and I tell people, um, you know, this is a new release, then I'm going to get, whoosh, I'm going to get so many people um, are going to go and, and buy that. And that's amazing. So, and, and I own that. It's not like social media where if the algorithms change, I can lose all those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that for me has been the most powerful tool. That's really smart. The way you like, you have a freebie, like with each book. So I, I would think that would be very successful. And then like you have the reader hooked for the next book and that's really smart for you to do. Um, I don't have a newsletter yet. I need to get on to that. What writing project are you currently working on? Uh, so I'm working on the second book in the series. Um, and the first book in the series is releasing in eight, about eight days. Um, and it's a um, it's a romantic suspense. It's contemporary, so there's no there's no like vampires or anything in it. Um, but it's um, a nineteen um, year old girl. Um, she's American. She goes to kind of a fancy um, sort of Oxbridge style college in uh, England, um, and that I made up. Um, and she lots of things happen um she finds a her roommate she finds her roommate's body buried in the woods and so she's trying to solve the murder she's a bit she kind of loves true crime so she's trying to solve the murder of how her roommate was was killed and buried in the woods she falls in love with a teacher she falls in love with a um a kind of sort of rich snooty guy who who's at the at arrogant guy who lives at the college um and yeah, and she's trying to solve this murder and she's getting, you know, there's a secret society and it's got all these kind of, I just, it's all these kind of wonderful sort of dark academia vibes. Um, so yeah, so I wrote the first book and I'm working on the second book and it's really, really fun. Okay, good. How many books are going to be in that series? Um, it's kind of interesting. So, so this, the second book will finish this girl's story, um, Georgina's story but i'm waiting to see how it does and if it does really well i may extend the series with another character so george's you know close friend from school i may make her a couple of books in the series and then if they do well i may make her a couple of other books and if they don't do well i'll move on to i've got a vampire series in my head so i'm gonna do that next yeah so it's quite there's another thing that's quite cool about self-publishing. You can kind of change the plan if yes. depending on how things do. Great. And if people want to know more about you, where can they connect with you? Best thing is probably my website, um, which is Stephanie Holmes, S-T-E-F-F-A-N-I-E-H-O-L-M-E-S.com. Um, and from there, you can find all of my books. Um, you can find my newsletter that you can sign up to. Um, and you can also find a link to go to um, Rage Against the Manuscript, which is my kind of self-publishing um, website. It's got lots of information about how to self-publish and some like online courses and things like that. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'll make sure to share those links in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!